When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Wildcard Fantasy Premier League. If you're new here, then please do give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. As being a new podcast, this will help us a great deal. If you're listening elsewhere, please do drop us a review and a subscribe. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to Wildcard FPL. This is going to be our preview of Game Week 8 of Fantasy Football. And we've just been saying off-camera that it feels like it's been going on an awful lot longer than eight weeks already. But maybe that's because of the international breaks. Um, and on the subject of international breaks, we've just been saying as well that that feels like it's been going on for so much longer than two weeks. Obviously, Alex, you weren't here on the last pod, so it's been, what, three weeks since you were on? But it genuinely feels like about a month has passed over the last two weeks. I couldn't tell you anything that happened in, in game week seven of fantasy football. I literally, could, I, th- I think I had a green arrow, but I couldn't tell you anything else. Um, but I just wanted to start actually by asking, did you guys actually watch any football over the international break? Because I didn't. So this might be a short section, actually, both of you say no. But Alex Richards, I'm sure that you must have. And Jonesy, you might have, but I didn't watch any at all. England, England and the, nation, the Nations League. The Nations League was really good. I actually thought the final was a, final was a good game. And the Belgium-France semi-final was a really good game. It was weird, didn't it? It was weird. Like, I, it sort of snuck up on a lot of people. That. Yeah, I didn't realise it was happening until yeah. the press conferences came through. And I was like, oh, that's not the World Cup. It's I, I think actually, quietly, it's an it's a without wanting to give UEFA any kind of credit, it's a brilliant idea that has worked really well. I think some um, people would disagree. Though, this, uh, which player was it that said it was pointless? He said he only yeah, but it was Courtois. He said only the third third place game was pointless, and I, yeah, he's right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. you know, it, it is at a World Cup and at Euros and at whatever you have a third place game at. I think unless it's you know the Olympics, and they're getting an actual medal. Um, but the actual, the actual tournament, keeping keeping all your big boys playing against one another for an actual trophy, get, letting your your smaller sides play against one another to improve and whatnot, it all works really well. So, so yeah, the, the two games there that I watched, both France games, really, really good games, really interesting. Obviously, for for this purposes, if you got Rafael Varane in your team, not so good. Um, it, it just it it made me think. Um, it, it's the first time it's properly dawned on me that the World Cup's going to be no, in like November next year. Yeah, like now. In, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ruining the middle of a season. Yeah, and it's like, it, and obviously you look at that. So I know that we've had that tournament before, but it, you know, there was some sort of, that sort of vibe to it, wasn't there? It's like, oh, you know, there's going to be these big matches that actually mean something and it's going to be dropped into the middle of the season, which is going to be a bit mad. Um, but no, other than that, um, the qualifiers... Weren't great, were they? They were. They weren't too many exciting matches. Um, it's sort of at that point now where most of the countries you'd expect to be get there are pretty much there or about to be there. So um, it's it, international breaks. Are, they just drag a bit, and then obviously, and then this time you've got the the uh, added complication of. Do you remember when we spoke about the the uh, South American players last time? And I was like, oh yeah, that won't happen. It looks like this is going to happen this time. So you'll have a few players missing for this weekend. 
Yeah. Indeed. Speaking about uh, the FPL, if I just get up my first picture, um, I actually I made a list of the. This is obviously the the more selected players and how much they played over the international break. Um, so what effect that that is going to have them if. If I just go down, most of them actually played it. And I was a bit surprised, actually, because quite often the players who don't play for the European teams don't play, but because it was World Cup qualifiers, they did. So Salah played two, two lots of 90 minutes. Um, Michael Antonio didn't play anything, obviously. Ronaldo, despite the games being against Qatar yeah. and Luxembourg, still played 135 yeah. uh, minutes. He loves it, doesn't he? He loves it. Right. He scored four goals. Um, but, um, <laughs> well, that's, that's, why, that's why he loves it, isn't it? Four goals. Yeah. Four yeah, more goals for his record really. in his legacy. Yeah, another hat-trick. I, I remember, I think it was Sam Matterface on, on the commentary saying, another hat-trick for Ronaldo. At the time, I didn't realise it had come against... I don't even know which team it was against. Either Qatar or Luxembourg. <laughs> Luxembourg, yeah. Much of a muchness, isn't it, really? Um, yeah, obviously Michael Antonio didn't play any minutes. Um, ben Rama, 90 minutes. Lukaku missed the third place playoff due to muscle fatigue. I think probably going back to what Courtois said, I think he probably just didn't want to play that. There might have been a little bit of an issue there, but I'm sure if it had been a final, he would have played. Uh, Ruben Diaz played 90 minutes. Luke Shaw played 180 minutes and almost got himself sent off and almost, well, and did concede a penalty. Bruno Fernandes. 99 minutes, Marcus Alonso 180 minutes, and Shane Duffy, who I assumed was retired, assumed was retired, 166 minutes he played. Look how many people are on the Duffy train these days. Look at that. No, yeah, and that's the other thing. He is at the bottom of the top selected players. So he's he's the 10th most selected player. That's incredible. I didn't know that. That's incredible. That's all because of this podcast, and that's mad. Yeah, that's like, you know, when you get on a train and it's like you're the reserve seats and then you've got nowhere to sit. First class. That's what that's what the Duffy trainers these days. That's incredible. Um, how, many, how, how many people do you reckon have gotten starting of that twenty four percent? Well, I think aren't they playing some? Is that Norwich this week or something? So maybe I think I've might got be starting this week. Yeah, but we'll come on to that in a bit. But yeah, but but out of that list, the main takeaway was you know apart from Duffy, the only guy who didn't play was Antonio. So maybe that's a bit of an advantage for, for Antonio owners, but every, everybody else basically played two games. The one who I thought might have played two was Ruben Diaz, centre-half, but he only played one game. And uh, Ben Rama only played 90 minutes for Algeria as well. Um, this is the week. This is my superb graphic. You Look at see, this. You can see which ones that I've picked out. Um but yeah, you can see, and actually I should speak for, because we're going to be a podcast audio only for the first time this week. This is a list of the fixtures and I have highlighted Chelsea's run and Man United's run. If you're listening to the podcast, you probably know that Chelsea's run um, is a lot kinder than Man United's. And this was the week that everybody, certainly that plays FPL on Twitter, was maybe looking to wildcard because of this fixture switch for Ronaldo and Lukaku. So Chelsea have got Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley and then Leicester. Uh, Man United have got Leicester, Liverpool, Tottenham, Man City, and Watford. So, have I can't remember. Have you guys already wild carded, or are you thinking about wild carding this week? No, I think we all did it at the same time, didn't we? Did we? Yes. Yeah, that, that means I think, I think I've so, used my so We've already wild carded. All in can, solidarity. Hmm. I can kind of see the reason why people would do that, but I've had Lukaku and Ronaldo since I think it, it was possible to do so. That, yeah, I did get Ronaldo in the first week. Um, but the, I'll, be, I'll be honest. If it's if it's a pure Lukaku to Ronaldo thing, I don't think this is your week to do it. If if, if that's if that's what people are looking at, I, look Brentford away is by no means a gimme for Chelsea at all. Um, and 
Leicester aren't exactly setting the world alight themselves. I'd quite, fa- I'd quite. If, if we're talking purely Ronaldo and Lukaku here, I'd, I'd quite fancy Ronaldo to score at Leicester away more than Lukaku to score away at Brentford with their pretty solid defence. To be honest, I think what I would say as well, if the reason that people are looking at this week to ship Ronaldo, then I actually think Ronaldo's probably just as likely to score against you know like a Liverpool or a Man City. You know, he's not. He's probably not going to bag a hat-trick the same way as he might against Luxembourg or Norwich, but I think the <laughs> two, two teams with similar quality. Very disrespectful <laughs> to Norwich, right? That's a bit harsh on Norwich, isn't it? They'd probably, they'd probably beat uh, Luxembourg by more than Portugal did. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, I just quite, I quite like the idea of having Ronaldo against Liverpool, Spurs and Man City. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, you know, you're probably not going to see that much of the ball, but I think that's how United like to play as well. Everybody's been looking at this run saying, you know, United haven't been playing that well, but that's how Solskjaer likes his team to play. It's the only way that they can play, really, is without the ball and on the counter. So I, I don't think that they're going to come out of this run as badly as people think. I think it's it's almost going to be defined by what's happening behind him, Ronaldo, because obviously they've got the injury to Varane now um, and Harry Maguire uh, is also... Still a couple of weeks away, I think, isn't he? So, you know, Liverpool or City could could very easily beat them quite easily, I think. But United, as you say, United are this kind of moments team who cling into who hang into games, aren't they? And they 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 wait for these kind of you know little little moments in games, and that's why they sign Ronaldo. And um, no, I agree. I think Leicester away is is a game that you can see him scoring in. Um, Lukaku is a funny one. I mean. Those to me, Brentford. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely get Brentford. Having been there, it's a very difficult. I think it'd be a difficult game for him. But those next three, if he's not scoring there, then then you know, then yeah. maybe the question marks aren't there. Because I, I've seen a lot of people talk about him as he doesn't score against the bigger sides. Well, you know, there's uh, all right. Newcastle, the richest club in the world, but <laughs> but there's 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 some games there where you really think he could rack up. So I've actually got both of them, and and that was my whole reason for doing the wild card in the first place was to get Lukaku, and then I initially stuck with Harry Kane, and then gave that a week, <laughs> and then in came Ronaldo. But I I can see why it's you know why you've highlighted this because it's obviously a that switch. Um, and I think Chelsea players in general could be about to come into their, into their own a little bit, but but who can you trust from that? You know, in, in terms of starting, Lukaku you'd say is is one of the few who's a nailed on starter. Um, United is is an interesting time, isn't it? I mean, he needs he, he so won't that, be he won't be dropping Ronaldo again though. No, sure. obviously before the break took him out against Everton he won't, he won't do that anytime soon I think again. there's a little bit of like you look at their fit you look at their position in the table and it's not too bad but they've not played anyone yeah at all and a lot of the, the sort of the teams that we all think of as title favourites have played each other so this four game run is absolute and it's really you know how many I mean how many points can so there's 12 points off of there how many are you saying how many can you confidently say they're going to get there about six you would think Maybe you think? I think. I think. Actually. I think the away games they win. They should win. They should win both of those away games, given how and Leicester if, and Spurs are both playing. And if they do that, then they draw the homes. Then they're probably Solskjaer's probably get away with it, isn't he? And also the, the 
the thing with the home games is they are both at home. That's so that's important. And they'd be the first time that Old Trafford is really rocking with fans really back for those two particularly big games. Um that's gonna be very important. So yeah, if those games were both away, you'd be I'd be a lot more pessimistic about United and about Ronaldo's chances of scoring goals. But because they're at home because of the way United play. And also, in a comparison with Lukaku, United score more goals than Chelsea. Chelsea Chelsea are built on this ridiculously solid foundation under Thomas Tuchel, and goals kind of come as a kind of an afterthought. You don't see Chelsea absolutely battering teams very often. Um, it's, it's always kind of a 1-0, a 2-1, a 2-0 a, a kind of win. You never really see them hitting fours and fives. Um, I'm not saying United are going to hit fours and fives in these next four games, but they do score more goals. You could you could see that Liverpool game, United Liverpool, you could see that being 3-3, three, 3-2 three, three, either way, 4-2 either way, something like that. So he he will get chances, Ronaldo, across those four games, I think, that, that I think personally means I won't be swapping him out and putting Lukaku in. But also like it it kind of makes Leicester away this weekend a little bit of a must win almost because they yeah. with this with this little run they've got and then, so basically, if you think, right, I need to win a football match. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo is one of the, you know, three, four, five players in the world you'd, you'd, you'd trust, wouldn't you? If, you? if you had to win a football match, um, you know. They want to go into those, those games confidently, don't they? And this is, the, yeah. this is the game. They need to win it to do it. It's also complicated. They've got Champions League in the week as well at home to Atalanta, which isn't an easy game. They, they are will, at home. They will run their legs off, won't they, Atalanta? Yeah. That, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's one of those games where it's a lot harder than the name of the club mm. suggests they scored. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if it's still the same this season, but I know they scored a lot of goals. Which, we did Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea have got Malmo at home. Yeah. So you, you could see Chelsea rotate probably eight, nine players for that, still get the win, keep those players fresh for Nor- those first team players who played at Brentford fresh for Norwich the following week. With Chelsea's fixtures coming up as well, they could probably rest a couple against Norwich even. I don't know whether they would, but. And then they've got, yeah, as Johnsy says, the richest club in the world. Maybe we should, we should touch on that just for a couple of minutes. We might see some sort of, I don't know, they, they said they're going to spend an extra £50 million on top, so maybe they're not going to do quite what Abramovich did, quite what they did at Man City when they first got their, their rich ones. But maybe we will see like an interesting player. People have been saying like Aaron Ramsey and Coutinho and players like that who are on exorbitant wages that nobody else will want to pay, but maybe Newcastle will. Um, I, think, I think you'll see them have quite a... They'll certainly spend in January. I think it'll be quite a demure window where they probably sign some players. James Tarkovsky's been linked. I think that'd be an excellent signing. Um, his contract's up at Burnley at the end of the season. He's probably a defender they could get for, you know, a decent amount of money, but nothing that's going to break the bank and he'd be pretty solid for two, three years there. Um, Lingard's been linked as well. Those, I think those kind of players you'll see in January. The sort of players that will help them to rise up the league table and make sure they're not in any kind of relegation battle this season. Keep them okay, and then next summer, that's when you've got a much better transfer window for owners to go and spend a load of money. Yeah, I think you're dead right. I think Tarkovsky and Lingard, certainly FPL wise as well, will, will you know be, be quite interesting signings. But I think if if you're looking, as you said, to rise up the league, then they're the sort of seventh place signings that you're yeah you're going to be looking at. Yeah. Aren't you? I was just I was just trying to think of who was that like first wave of Man City signings. Remember they, they yeah he was obviously the headline, but yeah. but. They brought back Wright Phillips, didn't they? I seem to remember. Company, and company. Got company, Zabaletta. I think, com- I think company was already done. 
Yeah, Bellamy came around that time. Yeah. Um, you know, those kind of, you know, useful Premier League players. Rocky Santa Cruz. Yeah, there you go. It's another one. Um, so, yeah, like that, you're dead right. I mean, basically, I mean, imagine if they were to go down or something with this current, with this current <laughs> couple of players that they've got, you know. So they just need to make sure of that. And I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. But I'm sure they'll be fine. But um, It's going to be yeah, such they, an interesting game, them against Spurs, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and, and, James's, yeah. and all these questions about Harry Kane after his performance for England the other night. Move this on, Harry Kane hasn't scored in the Premier League yet. It, it, it's it's kind of the 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 perfect storm on Sunday that everyone goes to to Newcastle with all this excitement, and then suddenly Harry Kane decides actually I'll score a hat trick here, and Spurs, <laughs> Spurs just walks off into the sun with a three 0 win, and it's like, oh well, it's not the greatest start in the world, is it? And then we also carry Kane back in our fantasy teams. Speaking, he was, speaking he was meant to be in mine by now, but I just can't. I just can't bring myself to do it so far. We've already gone over um, Newcastle Spurs there, but there isn't like a you know proverbial huge fixture this week. Really, none of the none of the really big boys are playing each other. Um, Man United Leicester, obviously, we've gone over that one a little bit as well. Man City Burnley. Um, it's bothering me that I don't have any City players because that's going to be five nil. It's always five nil. It? <laughs> it's five nil every single. You need time. to get Riyad Mahrez back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's not been starting. Though. Give you fifteen minutes off the bench. Yeah, it's been Jack Grealish every game. Phil, Fo- Phil Foden was brilliant at Anfield. He was. But having yeah, seen him was. now play 180 minutes for England, you can't trust Pep not to stick him on the bench. Yeah, that's and that that's a real. Uh, it makes this weekend, I think, really unpredictable. Um, because you talk, I know we, you mentioned it before, Kips, with the, the various players who've had international matches but you're having some who will have played three times there's some who have three games in this window there's some some who aren't getting back in time also City are playing early game Champions League on the Tuesday yes in Bruges yeah Um, and having lost to PSG they need to make up a bit of ground in that group don't they so yeah yeah, I mean I I think you could see some quite um, kind of rotated sides this weekend and I think one, one thing I always think about with stuff like this is club managers have had well, it won't be two weeks they'll have had a bit of time off but they'll have had the best part of a week in, on, on the training ground looking at the players and there will have been players who aren't on international duty who are who have been there and that's only been, about four players for City but <laughs> no, there'll still be some but you look at someone like Liverpool Firmino didn't go with Brazil yeah now that to me says he's a, he's a nailed on starting in that game which probably means that Jota isn't so you know you, you've, you've got that kind of knock on effect um yeah, City probably haven't got that many, have they? But, um, well, City's Brazilian guys, Edison, Gabriel Jesus, what, what are we saying? Are we saying nine? Well, there's meant to be some sort of attempt by all the clubs together, of kind of club together and trying to do something. I just think, I think Liverpool, the game's too early, so they won't be able to do yeah. it. But even, um, even City, though, three o'clock Saturday, the Brazilian game is our time Friday morning, about one, two, three. Yeah. yeah, so... So if they were to, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I mean, I guess at the, at the kind of earliest you're looking at, they're back by like midday Friday. Effectively, um, effectively you're playing, you're playing again 36 hours later. I think, I think the, the interesting thing with Liverpool and City is it's the goalkeepers, isn't it? And yeah. you can probably say they can possibly play um, because one of them's not going to play anyway for Brazil. Yep, true. Yeah, so, that's a good point, actually. You know, so, so they'll be one who'll be sitting on the bench <laughs> and they'll start? be in, 
Uh, they tend to rotate it, don't they? They tend to they tend to drop and change. It's an embarrassment I mean, of riches, isn't it? That it's it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, you could you could probably play one of them in midfield, couldn't you? Yeah, but you, probably, yeah. I, <laughs> you you actually could play Edison in midfield. I've got <laughs> yeah. no doubt about it. Um, so yeah, I, I, as I say, I think the goalkeepers you might see something, but then I think the likes of and not that they're big fantasy players, but you know Gabriel Jesus, Fabinho, I, I don't think they'll be playing. Um, and then yeah, elsewhere across the fixtures. Uh, Luxembourg against Brighton there is a good one. Um, that's going to be exciting. I mean, that's that's something that I mean they need to get some points, don't they? Norwich, they 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 absolutely. Everyone seems to have one of their players, which I don't really understand. But um, no. uh, everyone seems to have one of their players on the bench. Southampton um, Leeds is a sneaky, yeah, attack-minded. Should in theory be quite oh, yeah. a few goals could be, could and assists. Six, six that couldn't it? The Wolves yeah. as well could be a good one. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Wolves this way. I don't think. <laughs> well, we did it last time because we, we had Fred on them, so we didn't talk about Wolves. But derby though is, is that a derby is that would you class that game yeah, as a derby yeah, definitely a derby is it okay there's, 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 a lot, there's a few it's, the, it's, the derby, who... it's the derby where both sets of fans like to say they don't care about the other ones but they actually really do okay <laughs> I mean, so it'll probably finish 0-0 then it'll probably be a terrible game and you know 0-0 all Jimenez scoring with his thing on which he might or might not wear oh, he's, he's got to wear he's got no choice Everton West Ham on Sunday looks a good game. That's actually quite a big game for fantasy because mm. people have got Ben Rama, Ducure, Gray, Dina probably. Uh, Townsend probably Antonio. now as well. Antonio. Townsend. Yeah, so that, that is a big game. Sufal as well, probably people have still got him. Um, what is that? They're, they're two good teams, actually. Two teams who probably aren't going to attack each other a great deal. So maybe that'll be like, and maybe that'll be another tight one. But then you're saying that it's it's difficult to predict these kind of games, isn't it? But that is definitely a big game for fantasy players. I've still got, um, I almost said Andre Gray. Definitely don't have him. Got Damari Gray. Me too. Um, who I am thinking about maybe swapping for Dukure, but it just seems like a bit of a he's like, another one, isn't he? Swap. I swear I was the first one to start that bandwagon as well. I swear, <laughs> I swear, I swear, I swear I said Dukure. I've never had him in my team once, but I did. I did once have him when he played for Watford. I remember him being quite decent. Um, he's a really good player. He get he gets about it. That, the goal that um, Townsend scored at Old Trafford, where uh, Damari Gray got a lot of the praise, didn't he? Because he just he knocked Fred off the off the pitch. He, uh, he he kind of pushed him off the pitch, and then he kind of plays it inside to Decore, and it's just Decore who gets the assist. But obviously, Gray did a lot of the work. But you see, Decore covers so much ground. Um, and yeah, I think I agree with you. That that swap could be something because Gray, you sort of he's cheap, and you just want goals, really, don't you? Yeah. Whereas Decore gets involved more and gets more assists and it gets about the pitch. So that might be something to look at. He, he and Gallagher this season are both quite similar in that they both they do bits of everything and they like to sort of try and run. It sort of reminds me like of a not as good version of Yaya Toure at City where he just got involved in everything. Um, I'm not saying that they're at that level. They're obviously not, but they've got that potential to do a bit of everything. Um, and then we have a Monday night game as well. I quite like a Monday night game. We didn't have one the last time because of the international break. But probably a harder game for Arsenal on paper. I still don't think anybody's got Arsenal players, have they? Have I do. Any? I do. do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Everyone's got Arsenal players except me then. Who have you got? Well, we'll come on to it in a bit, actually. But do you know what? I'll, I'll move up to the next slide and we can speak through your Arsenal players because I've got all the teams on Oof. one slide this week. Oh, we'd look at them all. So, obviously, we are an audio uh, only podcast for the first time this week, as well as a video one. So I'll run through the teams quickly, which is probably going to take a very long time. But mine is Sanchez. Well, I, I've actually got an Arsenal player. I just forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got Sanchez, White, Duffy, Alexander-Arnold, Salah, Rafinha, Saar, Gray, Ronaldo, Jimenez and Lukaku. 
Um, Jones is at your team in the middle. You've got Sanchez, yeah. Alexander Arnold, Shaw, Laporte, Salah, Saka, Gray, Smithrow, and Bumo, Lukaku, Ronaldo. Alex, you've got Sanchez. We've, we've all got Sanchez. You've got Sanchez, Alexander Arnold, Shaw, Tini, Livermento, Ben Rama, Saka, Greenwood, Salah, Jimenez, and Ronaldo. So I'll actually just go back and say we've all got Arsenal players because, because we do. Um, but so who we've we got? We've got White, Saka, Saka, and Tini. So you've got two. Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe, I've got two. Oh, you've got two as well. Yeah, you know, do you remember yeah. my, my, my big Smith Rowe conundrum I had? And then yeah, he came, you, and then he came No, no, he came through for me in the um in the Tottenham game. So so I've stuck with him now. Um what, do you want me do you want me to say what my transfer is? Yes, because I can't done. work it out. I was Laporte, uh, Yeah, which a little bit out of the blue, I just had a look last night. And what happened basically is the other week we had we had Fred on here and he basically shattered my world when he told me about he, he quite fancied um, Ben Chilwell to come into the Chelsea team in place of Alonso. And I'm like, no, he won't. And he did. <laughs> so, um, so, and then Alonso has played, as you said earlier, has played uh, for Spain over the, I know, I know Chilwell did as well, but Alonso's played a couple of games for Spain over the internationals. Yeah, and I was if, surprised. It, and if it's, if it's just going to start to become a bit of a thing with, um, with him and Chilwell again, I could do without that. So I've gone, I've gone early and I've gone, you know what, but City have got, very easy games coming up. They're going to keep clean sheets. They're going to beat Burnley 5 0. And Laporte might get on the end of something because Laporte yeah. plays and John Stones does not play, as we all know. So, um, and he did play for Spain in the Nations League, but their game was obviously on Sunday. So, a nice, decent rest before they play against uh, Burnley this weekend. So, I've gone with Laporte to maybe get on the end of some, some uh, crosses into the box against Burnley when City never really win 5 0. Yes, which they will do. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go through. I've got four. I've got, yeah, I've got four yellows. Lukaku, I imagine, just didn't fancy playing that third place playoff. Maybe had a little bit of fatigue, but I, I imagine he's going to be fine. Rafinha, does he does he go away with Brazil? I'm not sure. Again, I yeah, imagine he he's going to be fine. He's been he's been on Brazil jury. Yeah, made his made his debut. And Alexander Arnold is almost certainly going to come back yeah. because that that was never a, a bad. He's fine. He's fine. First place. I think I've. I definitely didn't make any early transfers. So yeah, I've I've made zero transfers again, which given that I've got two free, but I just don't really see where I could improve. I don't know. Do you guys look at my team and think, well, that player needs to come out because I, I can't really see anywhere that I would take anybody out. I don't want to get rid of Ronaldo. Jimenez has started playing well again. Uh, He's still got only got... Did Jimenez... Get two assists in that game. Yeah, yeah, so he's only got one goal, but he got two assists in that game, which is a good sign, I think. I would almost rather he got those two assists than a goal, well, obviously, because it's more points, but just to suggest that he's involved in things and is, is doing things that he used to do. So what did... I know you were there, Alex, really. What, what did they do? Did they play up front in a two? With... He, he, no, he's playing up front, and Huang is playing... Huang is playing... You'll see Adama Traore's on my bench. He probably, no, won't, start, he probably won't start this week. <laughs> So he's getting he's getting sold. I haven't done my transfers yet. Um, oh, he's getting sold, is he? He's getting sold. He's getting sold. He's not in the oh, Wolves team okay. anymore, so there's no point oh, in being in my right. team. So he's not been very good then, no? Well, it's not that he's not been very good. He was really, <laughs> he was really, he was really good, but then he's lost his place, and uh, oh, the, okay. the entire team looks better without him. So, so you've got to go for the greater. Uh, do you have your best player in your team's crap, or do you have your team's good and your best player doesn't play? Seems to be they've gone with that. The second seems to be just like a down with end product though from the small sample size that I've seen. He, do, he doesn't go he doesn't he doesn't go and pick up the ball deep. Like right. Troy goes and picks up the ball deep and then has to run and beat people. Huang's just up he's he's basically up in the 
second half of the pitch where you kind of want Traore to be running onto things um, and he can finish. And suddenly, suddenly him and Jimenez are looking really, really nice as a pairing together. Um, and at the moment, Trincao is being preferred to Traore on the other side. So there's a, there's a, very, there's a chance Traore could feature against Villa because Trincao was on international duty. But I think that no, actually, he was he was on international duty when he was pulled out because I believe he had COVID. So maybe Troy will, but maybe I'm talking myself into keeping him. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Does Juan kind of play in that Diogo Jota role that yeah. they used to? Because they were a, a nice little fancy Precisely. player. Precisely. He's starting to start, starts on the left and then he's just, he gets really close. Yeah, so he could be an interesting one. I imagine he's quite cheap. I don't know how much he is, but I'm probably like five and a half, six maybe. But I don't know. Did He, he didn't come with a particularly big reputation, did he? So I imagine he's fairly cheap. It looks like Alex might be checking the price now. <laughs> Looking, <laughs> I can't scroll. He's um, five point six. Yeah, so that is very cheap for a guy. He's already got twenty. He's already got twenty-four points, and he only played about four minutes. Yeah, oh, no, so he's, he, played, he's, he's played more than I thought. So is he is he down as a forward? Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, that's a little bit annoying. I'm not. I'm not going to get rid of Lukaku or Ronaldo. But I would have got rid of Gray for him as a midfielder. I'm not going to get rid of any of the three up top but um, Alex you, you said before we came on that you might be making changes you kind of gone over it there with Traore but was there anything else that you anybody looking to get rid of um, Traore is a one and the other one is Mason Greenwood because just United getting forward players back now and I think his minutes are probably the one that's going to be most impacted when you've got Sancho probably going to get more time now you've got Rashford coming back to fitness I think he he's the one that I've said, I think I said it before. If you're like going to social, he's the one that's easiest to leave out, and and I just think his minutes will be impacted unless unless he I think he'll start this weekend unless he scores or you know is man of the match to something really notable. You probably he probably gets eked out in the coming weeks, and and they've got the big big games coming up, haven't they as well? So I just think Greenwood is possibly one where I look to move him potentially, and and. By the same token, Luke Shaw, not not mm. been such great returns from him so far. Um, yeah, he's think, um, he's my one. I've got I've got the axe over and over. I've always got it over someone. And it's in. Yeah, played 180 minutes as well, didn't he? But I doubt that's going to affect. No, him just 90. Chill, chill. Well played the first game, didn't he? Scored. Why have I got 180 written down? Because you've done it wrong, Coops. That's why. 180. You, I'm just you're, holding up the book. <laughs> you're thinking about darts. I think that's what it was. Yeah, messed it up. Um, I, might, I might, might follow Mark and get Laporte this week. You know, get Laporte in, sure out. Might be a nice little change. End up getting dropped though, won't he? As, as what happened in Man City. Yeah, probably will. Quickly shift along to this uh, to the, this table that I've got up for the benefit of people who can't see it is um, just the top goal scorers for the Premier League, but it's also it's also showing us which ones are overperforming and which ones are when underperforming. When Jeremy Vardy scored six goals? That's exactly why I brought it up. Because firstly, he's top and he has an assist as well. Uh, he's overperforming the most out of anybody by a distance. So Sars overperforming by a minus 1.7. Um, so a minus is obviously good. A positive is bad because it means you're underperforming. So Vardy's got an XG of 3.86, but has scored six. Um, and he's also performing on his, overperforming on his assist as well. So he's the top goal scorer in the Premier League. He's the third top uh, scorer in points in. FPL, but none of us have got him or even mentioned him hardly 
How much is he? Ten and a half, which is why. Um, That's a lot. I, I saw. Like... I saw. I saw this week that he has he has the most percentage of his touches in the penalty area of anyone. Like he like twenty five twenty five percent of he, yeah twenty five percent of all his touches are in the penalty area. Damn. So if he's only having like say twenty touches a game because I don't think he gets lots, then he's touching the ball five times in the penalty area and he's only touching he's only touching the ball like fifteen times in in ninety minutes. He's barely getting involved in Leicester's play. He's purely there now just to finish things. I didn't check this stat actually, but I don't know how many penalties he scored, if any. It could be zero, it could be four. I'm not sure. So maybe that will. Um, but his XG is only 3.86, so it's probably not uh, that many. But yeah, I was just, basically brought this up because everybody else you'd kind of expect to be on there. See, Demario Grizz overperforming quite a lot as well. But Vardy's the one out of those who you would expect to keep overperforming. I imagine he probably overperforms his XG. Every year, because he's that kind of player. And in fact, to be fair, most players on this list are as well. The only ones that aren't are Lukaku, which is interesting, because he's probably good enough to start overperforming eventually. Um, and Mane, who's it's kind of well documented that he's, um, you know, not been quite as good as he has been. He's not been bad, but you know, he's not been the the same player he was a couple of years ago. But basically, the point was that he, I think, he wasn't even on the top ten most selected that I sent round before. So why why does nobody get Jamie Vardy? Is it just because he's kind of old and a bit unfashionable? Do you think? Or it's it's just because of the competition for strikers. You know, we've 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 well, I mean, we've just spent the first half of this talking about Lukaku and Ronaldo, and the chances are, if you've not got both of them, you've got one of them, and then there will be another, you know, small number of players who will not have either, and will have Harry Kane. Yeah, um, and, and also then, you, and also Mo Salah's so expensive, and you just and Mo Salah exactly, exactly. I mean Mo Salah's just yeah. So I, just just as a side, looking at the list, so Vardy was the third top scorer on forty six or something, and then the guy above him had about forty eight, and then Salah was on seventy. Salah's like just clear of everything. It's, I mean, and the, it's it's the fact that you're getting you're getting that extra point for a goal each time, aren't you as well? Yeah, um, exactly. And I don't. Did we did all did, did all of us bottle it in terms of his captaincy against City? I did. Nope. Oh, he didn't. I did, yeah. I bottled it, yeah. And he was the only one, wasn't he? He was the only one. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's, he's captain every week at the moment. Oh, yeah. Well, he was for oh. me before, and, I've, and I've, I've literally dropped him for one. I don't, I don't, I don't think... I he think went seven and, games, I think he's been captain all seven games for me so far. He went Just and showed me. showed me by scoring that goal, which is probably the best goal I've ever seen live, I think. Absolutely incredible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he'll, he'll be one that you now have to have for the rest of the season, and barring an injury or something. Um, so yeah, to go back to Vardy, I just think it's just a competition. It's a competition for places and I'm sure there are rogue people out there who've done it and they've ignored Ronaldo and they think Lukaku's not great or whatever, but um, I, he's so reliable, isn't he, Vardy? Yeah. So Alan St. Maximan's the fourth top, top uh, forward at the moment. He's only 6.8 million. In terms of score points? Yeah, he's got 37 points. Uh, I wouldn't have expected that. Is he on this goals list? How many has he scored? Is it? Two he's just got two, he's got two goals for assists. Okay, and probably he, got a lot of bonus. Yeah, well, he's he's a one man attack effectively. So he is. Yeah, guys, I think we'll leave it there for this week because I think Jonesy has to be away, and we've we've been on for half an hour. I'm alright now. <laughs> Fine now. But this week is uh, I mean, we've got we've got another international break in how many weeks? Three or four weeks? Incredible. I think it's in like about four weeks. Mid November, yeah, yeah. So I did, I kind of forgot until I looked this morning, and then do we normally have three international breaks? Is that a usual thing? Yeah, 
is it? Yeah. And then the but it's normally the November ones used to be like friendlies, but now I think they're World Cup qualifiers. Oh. Okay, yeah. Okay, but as I say, we'll leave it there for this week. We are, obviously, if you are listening to the audio-only version, we are an audio-only podcast as well as a video podcast um, for the first time this week. So if you've listened this far, then please do give us a five-star Apple podcast. If you're still watching us on YouTube, uh, then give us a like and a subscribe. We'll be back next week um, with another instalment of Wildcard FPL. Thanks for watching.